Welcome. Welcome on into the first round fantasy podcast. Your home for second round advice. Gabriel Baramontes joined by Jacob Bartley. Jacob Bartley, I notice you don't have your Twitter handle on your thing. Should I change mine? No, you shouldn't. I, um, because I have to switch back from this podcast and the movie podcast. So I always forget to change it, but I will change mine. Wait a second. We just got a rip Coolio in the chat. Is that true? I'm typing it in now. Just to make sure. <gasps> oh, wow. I didn't know that. That sucks, I had man. no idea. Man, Damn. that's it. I strictly only remember him from the Keenan and Kel song. Uh, but I'm sure he did a lot of other things. That's unfortunate. Ah, what well, a sad way to start the show. Coolio, you, you only remember him from that? Yeah, I didn't really listen to a lot of rap well, his, back in the day. Jay. His main song is Gangsta's Paradise. So, Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. Very secluded as a child. Yeah. Very RIP, sheltered. Very RP. That's sad. Well, thanks, Stardrew, for ruining our day. Now we're just sad. But we got fantasy football. Thank you for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, plug him in real quick. Thanks thanks for commenting. Uh, Welcome on into the First Round Fantasy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at First Round Fantasy. You can follow Jacob at uh, Jacob FRF Sports or me at Gabe FRF Sports. We post from time to time, but mainly we do our stuff here. So thank you so much for showing up. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. And hopefully, we get some viewers coming in, chiming in. We always love when that happens. But, Jacob, we're going to get right into it today. Are you ready, man? I am ready. Before we get to waiver wires, we're going to start with our question of the day, and it's a keep trade cut. I love keep trade cuts. We usually put them at the end of the show. I'm putting them at the front of the show today. And this is a really good one, at least I think. My mind has already been made up. I should also clarify that if I look snotty and sound gross, <laughs> uh, it's because I'm getting over something. I don't know how I keep getting sick. It's just inevitable at this point. Uh, Traylon Burks, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Allen Robertson, wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams. And Elijah Moore, wide receiver for the New York Jets. All three of them keep, trade, cut. And if you want to, Jacob, we could do this for redraft purposes. I think it's a little bit more straightforward when we're talking about Dynasty with a little mm-hmm. bit of discussion but uh we're doing this strictly for redraft purposes keep trade cut Traylon burks alan robinson and elijah moore and just because i wanted to Traylon burks is currently wide receiver 74 on the year let me get robinson alan robinson is 66 and elijah moore is in between them at 69 wow so, you're really banking on uh, rest of season <laughs> outlook, or at least immediate if, uh, output for the next few weeks. What do you? What are your that thoughts? That sounds terrible. Can I cut all of them? No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I wouldn't, because I I wouldn't cut all of them. <laughs> um, you didn't even get enough time for that joke to simmer. No, I wouldn't. I, know, I, know. I wouldn't dare do it. I, I I'd only cut maybe two of them, so that might give you a hint towards where I'm going here, but, um, all right. So if you forcing me to make this decision, then I'm going to go, I'm going to cut Elijah Moore and I'm going to trade Allen Robinson. If anybody will trade and I'm going to keep trail on Burks because look, a lot of people were super, super high on Robinson going into this year. 
And I decided to kind of stay neutral because I wasn't sure it could go either way. Like he could have a blow up season with Matthew Stafford and the Rams. He could kind of be a little bit of what he was last year. And so far it's been the latter. So I, I'm not sure about him. Like, but I do think he's a big enough name and someone in my league might be optimistic about him with the Rams so I can trade him. I'm not loving what I'm seeing from Elijah Moore. I'm ready to cut him in a redraft league, but I do. I think Traylon Burks, I think the Titans are trying to get him involved. Uh, he dropped a pass last week that would have gave him a much bigger, uh, bigger game. And I just like what I, what I see from him on the field. Been watching a lot of Titans games. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> oh, it's because they were playing the Raiders and I was watching it with uh, my roommate, but uh, but yeah, I just like what I see from Traylon, Traylon Burks. It's more of an eye test thing. Yeah, for sure. I guess it's easier than we think. Uh, mine's a little bit more skewed than yours. I am keeping Traylon Burks, like you had mentioned. He's he's had some plain, just flat out mishaps that could have given him much better days. Yeah. Uh, and his death count is going up. His routes per route run are going up. He's bound for something. I just don't know if it happens with Tannehill. But I think he's in the prime position uh, out of all three of these guys, being a number one option on a run-heavy team. I still think that's a lot more like fantasy production. Before last week, he had a couple promising weeks, like not crazy fantasy production, but like real-life NFL stat production-wise. You know Exactly. So we both yeah. are keeping Traylon Burks. I am cutting Allen Robinson. The targets just aren't there for yeah, me. Four or five targets each week. Uh, and if he's not catching a touchdown, then he's not doing anything with those targets. It just doesn't look good. I am trading Elijah Moore on the pretense of what you said about Allen Robinson. So many people were high on Elijah Moore this year, going into the year with everything that was coming out of camp, all of the good reports. People were very high on Elijah Moore. And you could tell the tale that, hey, guess what? Zach Wilson's coming back, and they were buddy-buddy before he was injured. And people might want to buy that. So with that being said, I'm keeping Traylon Burks, cutting Allen Robinson, and trading away Elijah Moore. Uh, this guy wants Dallas Goddard and McKenzie, and he will give me T. Higgins. My other wide receivers are Devontae Smith and Debo and David Njoku at tight end. 1,000% uh, I would do that trade. Jacob, T. Higgins, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I don't care about Dallas Goddard. McKenzie's. He's going to give you more oh headaches than he is rewards. I'm doing that trade 1,000%. I watch oh, Higgins I would. I would. Uh, oh, you have Njoku? Okay, yeah. I mean, either way, even if you didn't have Njoku, I'll go find a tight end on the waiver wire. I'll do that trade in a heartbeat. Yes, 100%. There you go. Thanks a lot, Alex. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. We're moving quick today, Jacob. Waiver wire wins and woes. Clearly, we don't have enough time during the week. Because we're just busy guys, okay? We got other <laughs> things to do. We got real jobs. We don't make money on this. We are here for you. The sole purpose. You, right? So we can only do it once a week. Soon to be twice a week, maybe. We'll see. TBD. Anyways, uh, with that being said, we don't always get to talk about the waiver wires. So this week, let's talk about some of the guys you were happy to get. Some of the guys you were disappointed that you missed out on. And this week, I was very much disappointed that I missed out on Romeo Dobbs, wide receiver for the Green Bay mm, Packers. He was tough to uh, get. He was tough to get. In one of our personal leagues, uh, a good friend of ours put almost $300. Now we have a $1,000 fab limit. 
And I just thought that was insane because I put $32 on it. It all depends how bad you and need it. He added it, you a know? zero to that. Yeah. yeah, very true. It depends on how much you need it. But I think our guy in our league didn't really need him that bad. And surprisingly, in our 12 team dynasty league, he was already rostered. So smart sounds yeah. there. Um, of course, yeah. And I've just been trying to trade him all day. I've been trying to trade for this guy. And it goes to show because, you know, Christian Watson, the other rookie that they invested in, uh, the Green Bay Packers invested in over the – Who was a uh, higher season, draft pick. Who was a higher draft pick. He's been injured. It's going to be hard to kind of get into a consistent rhythm. It's going to be hard to continue to build that repertoire with uh, Aaron Rodgers, especially with a track history where he's not really into rookie wide receivers. Well, he's into this one, Romeo Dobbs. Sammy Watkins is also injured currently right now. Alan Lazard. Looks like he's, you know, missed that first game. He's been relevant. People have been starting him. Maybe he could have a big game at some point. But uh, Romeo Dobbs was just so involved. And after, you know, he was eight for eight. It's not often you go for eight for eight. That means he's targeted eight times and he has eight balls his way. Hmm. That's a guy that I'm really glad. Uh, I can have on my team, and I think he's going to be more of an impact player now while those other players look to get healthy. Uh, and so for redraft purposes, he's a guy that if you want wins right away, I think he's a good guy to plug into your lineup right away. And if he has a few more big weeks, ties them together, we could be talking about a guy that's a fantasy darling uh, for the rest of the year. And you know what? I talked so much about him, Jacob, and I forgot that uh, we're going to talk about him a little bit later. Who are you excited oh, about? Wow. Yeah, you are right. Um, kind of blew your load on that one. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I can't say that's what she said, but I just did. Oh, my um, I so I'm having some quarterback trouble in some of my leagues and I was very happy. And look, I had the third waiver priority in this league where I have Russell Wilson. I'm tired of Russell Wilson. I'm not giving up on him yet. You got to consider context. Those three first weeks were not fantasy friendly games for Russell Wilson. I mean, the Houston one should have been, but I don't know what happened there. They weren't fantasy friendly games. He's still figuring out the offense. I'm not going to drop Russell Wilson, but I was very happy to get Trevor, Trevor Lawrence on my team. He's on the verge of a breakout. If you started Trevor Lawrence all three weeks, you're not disappointed at all. For me, look, I love the 45 point games for my quarterbacks, of course, but all I'm asking for is for my quarterback not to lose me my matchup. And I think Trevor Lawrence is capable of that. So if Russell Wilson has a couple more duds, I'm dropping him. I'm starting Lawrence. But from now, for right now, Lawrence is on my bench because he has a tough week against the Eagles. But And I'm going to start Russell Wilson against the Raiders. But I'm very optimistic to switch that around coming forward uh, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, no one could have foreseen. I mean, I'm sure there's those few guys out there that don't do fantasy football podcasts that are walking around telling everybody, I told you so about (laughs) Russell Wilson. And you know what? Hey, mini claps for you. Mini claps for you. But we're talking about the here and now, and he's just not cutting it. And uh, Trevor Lawrence seems to be a guy that's on the up and up. So not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. A lot of people might be wondering why we're why we are not talking about Khalil Herbert and Alexander Madison. You know why? Because we, I mean, at least me, Gabe, most of the time, are proponents of already rostering these guys in the first place. They should have been drafted in your drafts. A guy like Khalil Herbert, who we saw last year when 
uh, when Montgomery was out, was an RB one every single time. He should have been rostered. And I like, I literally had Herbert in every single league at one point. I dropped him in a couple, but like that's why we're not talking about those kind of guys because we like. I mean, I'm a proponent. Like I, I love getting my handcuff for my major running backs, but also even if I don't have Montgomery, I'll still roster Khalil Herbert. So he wasn't available in any of our leagues. Neither of those guys were. Yeah. Same can be said for Jamal Williams running back for the Detroit Lions. True, yeah. Another guy that was, you know, looked at as kind of like a middle of the road handcuff. Now he's up in that upper echelon handcuff. It looks like, DeAndre Swift is out through the Lions bye, which I think is like week seven, but we might yeah, have to so he's, that. You're going to be without DeAndre Swift for the next three weeks, and the third week is because of the bye week, but still. Yeah, and I hate to say this, but all props to uh, Shaw if you're listening out there because the first thing I thought about was if I have Jamal Williams and my running backs are stable already, I'm going to go and gouge the DeAndre Swift owner as much as I can to get as much mm-hmm. as I want for Jameson Williams or uh, what's his name? We were just talking Jamal about Williams, yeah. Jamal Williams. Thank you. Well, they have Jamal and Jameson Williams. Yeah, true. But I'm talking about the running back. <laughs> Anyways. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, well, he put him on the waiver wire, but I I'm the swift manager. I'm not. I don't know. Oh, that's you in that league. Money. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. How do your I running mean, backs look other than swift though? So I have Javante, but I also have AJ Dillon. Who's, not as a must start as I thought he was. Um, and, but I still believe in him, but I have, I also have Jeff Wilson. So I'm not desperate for running backs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those two running backs guys that were obviously already going to be taken if they weren't already. Romeo Dobbs was probably a guy that was going to be picked up. Trevor Lawrence is definitely a dagger. Just like star drew says here, uh, Jacob throws straight daggers this week. <laughs> I don't know if he's referring to, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, but yeah. So those are a couple of guys. If there's any more, maybe a tight end, let us know who yours are in the chat and we'll be happy to respond back to you. Always love a good conversation. That being said, I got to like reverberate what I just said earlier. So I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you go first, Jake. Yeah. Let's get into our dark horses for week four. But before we do, let's recap our dark horses from last week. Yours, sir, was Russell Gage, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was projected on sleeper for about 11 and a half points. He exceeded that. And I think you even called for the 15 bomb, which are I great did, flex yeah. numbers. And he certainly hit it just on the nose. Congratulations to you. Some people might have said I took the easy way out. And to them, I say, maybe. I went with Jeff Wilson Jr., running back for the San Francisco 49ers. His projection on sleeper was 11.8. He exceeded that right around, I think, depending on – it's weird. I think we had a bonus in our league or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it also – ranged from 13 and a half to 14 and yeah. a half. So he, he was right And it wasn't there. such – it wasn't a bad call because, like, they're going against Denver. I'm surprised he got – like, I'm surprised he hit his mark, like, to be honest. So, like, he did way better than I thought. And uh, Gage also, in some of our leagues, like, he got up to 24 per game. So – or for the last game. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I misspoke on that 15. Yeah, he actually, yeah, no, no, he did much better than 15 fantasy points. Good call there, Jacob. Uh, and to preface the Jeff Wilson Jr. take, 
that was for people who were more casual thinking, well, I mean, I'm not going to start them. I don't know about San Francisco mm -hmm. running backs. So that's why my logic was, hey, Jimmy G's back. No more Trey Lance. It's going to a little. It's going to solidify that backfield a little bit more and bring a little bit more clarity to those RB ones, which in this case, for the foreseeable future, is Jeff Wilson Jr. Well, yeah, and running back is the new tight end now, as far as being a wasteland. So, uh, <laughs> what Jeff Wilson did was very useful last week. Very useful. Very useful indeed. Let's get into our picks this week, and I'm kind of sad. I'm sad to see your pick. I just now am seeing it for the first time. I'm interested to see what you have to say. And while you talk, I'm going to try to come up with a rebuttal. But I don't know if I have one. So, Jacob, wow. let's hear your week four dark horse for this week. Yeah, so I was looking around. And I'm going to go with Travis Etienne of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, look, compared to what people have wanted and expected and drafted this guy for he has not been lived up to those expectations obviously you have his backfield mate james robinson absolutely killing it as a top five running back in most scoring formats so you might be thinking and also wait a minute who are they playing the philadelphia eagles who their defense is playing extremely well so you might be thinking why in the world would i pick Travis Etienne as my uh, must start or dark horse this week. And when I say must start, quote unquote, I mean like the last guy you throw in your flex um, and hope you're hoping for like a good 12 to 15 points. But here's my reasoning behind this. Like I, I talked about this a little bit last week. Gabe asked me who's a guy I would buy low on. And it was Travis Etienne. And same philosophy goes here. Look, he's he's not doing great, but he's not killing you. And look, he last week he's had the most rushes he's had so far. So his rushes keep going up. Four in week one, nine in week two, 13 in week three. I think they're easing him in. Again, he's essentially functioning as a rookie. So um, just view him as a rookie in the same exact way we would view a James Cook or uh, another rookie who's not just the automatic mm -hmm. starter right now. And you, you just got to be patient with these guys. And he's actually doing a lot better than, than James Cook. Um, and he's also obviously getting involved in the passing game, a few targets a game. But my reasoning is I think if the Eagles defense is going to play that well, and look, we see, we see the Jaguars are playing well. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle a little bit against that Eagles defense. And I think what he's going to do is going to be dumping it off to Travis Etienne a lot. If you look at the uh, the matchups that the Eagles have had the past three weeks uh, for opposing running backs, none of them have had monster games against them. But if you look at all of the usage combined between multiple running backs on all those teams, they all had a fair amount of passing usage. And uh, especially, well, I mean, Swift had a great game against the Eagles in week one, but he still, he didn't have a monster uh, target or receiving performance. But I think if you look at those performances, like, okay, you know, uh, both of the running backs on each team are getting a fair amount of targets. And then you look at Travis Etienne, like, yes, James Robinson's going to get some targets, but, you know, I hope the Jacks, the Jaguar coaches know what they're doing and, and they're playing well. So looks like they do. You want to get your pass catching back involved in this game. And like I said, Eagles defense is really good. The, the Jaguars offense is playing well. So I think that, 
when Trevor Lawrence falls under pressure, he's going to go to his trusted pass catching running back, Travis Etienne. And I think he's going to have a decent week. Just, I mean, I think you're happy with 12 in between 12 and 15 points from Travis Etienne in week four. Fair enough, Jacob. Not bad. Not bad. Like I said, I wanted to go. I wanted to look for some rebuttals. <laughs> as far as uh, attempts are concerned, it was really only in week two where Robinson completely dominated yeah. the carries with 23. Uh, but in week three, they saw a pretty even split. Uh, Travis Etienne with 13, James Robinson with 17, and a pretty even split with targets as well. So in reality, who's finding the end zone? Uh, and yeah. that is James Robinson. really – well, yeah, let's see. James Robinson has three touchdowns on the year. Travis Etienne has zero. So you're banking on the fact that the Eagles defense is going to stifle the Jacksonville Jaguars running game and force them to kind of dink and dunk, just like Josh Allen did last week where we saw Travis – or not Travis, uh, Devin Singletary catch an amazing, like what, nine or t- uh, ten passes out of the backfield for a fantastic PPR day. You're banking on something like that happening in this Jacksonville yeah. and Buffalo – or sorry, this Jacksonville and Eagles game. And I think it's an entirely possibility because someone like Curtis Samuel, who a lot of people found fantasy relevant even when they faced the tough uh, Philadelphia Eagles backfield. He did a lot of things behind the scenes, a lot of the things coming out of the backfield. I think he had five rush attempts as well. I don't view them as the same guy, but almost similarly in the same role. So, Jacob, I'm rooting for you. I really am. And I think – that it is a interesting pick, but no, no, no. At the same time, it's a good pick because well, they are seeing the targets and they all see they are seeing the same amount of carries. James Robinson is falling in the end zone, so you're basically hoping for the breakaway run or the touchdown this week, and I'm rooting for it. Yeah, and I, look, I'm trying to I'm trying to make this fun, you know. Like I, I want to challenge. <laughs> uh, like Myself. nobody was talking about Russell Gage last week, so I was like, let me let me throw Russell Gage out there, and then I, I want to. You know, I want to challenge myself a little bit and pick something that's not too safe. And who, you know, what do we have to lose other than our reputation? Other than your reputation. And you know <laughs> what? I like Jacob. He's all about taking challenges. And I'm over here, Gabriel Maramontes, uh, you know, playing it safe. And some might say that I'm doing that again this week. But before we get into it, that was Jacob's uh, Travis ETN. Oh, hold Jacob's. on. I'm going to say tw- – uh, Five catches for 60 yards and 30 yards on the ground for Travis Etienne. So what does that what get you? We? 11, 14 points. There we go. Are we Yahoo now? We're doing the fearless no, I just, over like, here? I just want to make a guess. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that and see what happens. 30 yards rushing, 60 yards on the, gr- on the air, five catches. <laughs> okay, cool. That's Jacob's uh, dark horse of the week, Travis yeah. Etienne, running back. <laughs> For the Jacksonville Jaguars. Speaking of playing it safe, I already talked so much about this guy. I'm going to reiterate it here just to get my point across. The guy that you should be starting in your flex spot this week and who could very well be in a running or in a wide receiver two, wide receiver three conversation very much in the near future is Romeo Dobbs, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Must I know, rookie wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I said it, rookie. 
Aaron Rodgers has a track record of not finding his rookie wide receivers. Unfortunately, and fortunately, for fantasy owners out there, Rodeo Dobbs did just the opposite last week, commanding eight targets and performing, showing out with a fantastic eight receptions and a touchdown, or two touchdowns. He was absolutely unique, dynamic, and kind of what that uh, that uh, Green Bay Packers defense or offense really needed. They, they've been kind of interesting to watch these first few weeks. And in week three, they did something a little bit different, and that was get Romeo Dobbs involved. And boy, did it look good. Christian Watson currently injured, and he's another rookie wide receiver who's trying to find his way into the mix there in Green Bay. And I just think it's going to take a little bit more time to build that consistency, to build that repertoire with Aaron Rodgers. Sammy Watkins, injured as well. That's unfortunate. He's kind of been there on and off his entire career. Uh, other guys that are there, Alan Rosard, completely fine. He's been good since his return. I think 13 and 14 fantasy points respectively. Those are good for RB2 flex consideration numbers. But as far as finding a guy who's going to demand targets in an offense, man, Romeo Dobbs looked good. He looked really good, and I look for I look for him to continue it this week. I think he's got a juicy matchup, uh, and actually, I kind of want to get that matchup up there. Jacob, can you look that up for me? Who does he's Romeo playing Dobbs the play Patriots? Here? So, you know what? Playing the Patriots, sure. Defense of yesterday, in my opinion, uh, I still think I mean, Al Lazard is the wide receiver one there, which means I think Romeo Dobbs is primed for some room to find. I think he's going to have a fantastic game currently on sleeper right now. He's projected for 12 fantasy points. So they've already come out. He's going to, he's, he's expecting to be used. I can't talk today. This is going to make for a really <laughs> good clip because I am just choking on all my snot and drool this week. Uh, but Romeo Dodds calling it now 15 plus fantasy points. He's a guy that I think you can probably even start as your wide receiver two this week making it even more interesting as you look to find those dark horses who we usually suggest are probably going into your flex this week, those guys who are kind of on the fence about. Well, don't be on the fence about Romeo Dobbs because he is my dark horse for week four of this young fantasy football season. Jacob, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, to add to your argument, like, look, it's not that the Patriots are going to shut down, like they shut down every single wide receiver or pass catcher. It's just that, like, those games are always, like, iffy like they're always low scoring they're mainly low scoring games i mean last week wasn't with the ravens and patriots but look mark andrews like tore up the patriots and i russ uh aaron Rodgers doesn't have a mark andrews so mark andrews is their number one target the ravens and it's not the same they're not guarded by the same people blah 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 but romeo dobbs i think can have a good game against the patriots i'm all there for it man thank you so much Again, Romeo Dobbs, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, my dark horse for week four of this young fantasy football season. Before we move on, Jacob, we got some questions in the chat, so let's get yeah. to them. Should I do Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown for Jalen Waddle? Wow. That's a good I one. I don't know, man. Because... Gut decision tells me this. Bateman mm. has caught long bombs in the first two weeks of the year. Then we saw in week three, but that doesn't happen. Week, yeah. it, when it doesn't happen, he's going to put up some low numbers. Matter of fact, he's going to put up really low numbers. 3.5 or 3.9 fantasy points last week. Didn't look good. Hollywood Brown is putting together a very good 
fantasy season so far. But he's not exploding. He's not giving you anything that's going to give him top-tier uh, production. Waddle, on the other hand, we've seen him explode. We've seen him provide nice fantasy production. So with that being said, a two-for-one, you also have to bank on the fact that this is a, this is a redraft league. Uh, Hollywood will eventually become that wide receiver too, which Greg Dortch is a guy that we've talked about a lot lately. Uh, he's also been a fine player for the Arizona Cardinals. If he moves back into that wide receiver three role, Hollywood finds that wide receiver two role. That could be really good production. I think we need a little bit more. And guess what? Vals knows exactly what we're <laughs> talking about because he wants to give us his team. Uh, Russell Wilson, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley. That's fine. Let's look at those wide receivers. Sutton, Marquise Brown. Wait a second. Does he have? That's Hollywood Bateman Brown. No. Oh, no, no. Bateman so he's and Davis. Trading, so he would be trading Bateman and Brown for Waddle. For, for Waddle. Yeah. I mean, ew. he's got Sutton already. He's got Gabriel So then you Davis. would be Sutton, Waddle. I don't know, man. That Your wide receiver depth would be would be hurting a little bit. Well, here, let me just say this. That's well, not an easy, and he's easy got Gabe trade. Davis. That's not – oh, you have Gabe Davis? Uh, yeah. Look, that's not a <laughs> – that's not an easy trade to make either way, either side. But for me, going into the season, I was not a high believer in Hollywood Brown as like a potential wide receiver one. I just didn't see it. Last week changed my mind. And I don't care if Hopkins comes back or not. I still think that Hollywood Brown is going to be the number one wide receiver. Think about this. You know, uh, him and Kyler Murray are like best friends. So they – it, look, football players are human beings. You, you're a quarterback. You get your best friend to come be your wide receiver. It doesn't matter. You're naturally going to throw them the ball. It just happens. But on top of that, like, look, he had 17 targets, 14 catches for 140 yards, 33 fantasy points, depending on your scoring, maybe less. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I love Waddle. He's way better than both of them individually. But I kind of would rather hold on to the two wide receivers. What I'm really looking at here is what has he done so far this season? He's had the big blow-up game, 11 receptions. Before that, though, I mean, we're looking at four catches, four catches. One of them was for 102 yards. The other one was for 69 yards in the touchdown. So kind of even out there for fantasy purposes. Hollywood Brown has been very consistent, and I like what you said there, Jacob. You've kind of turned the tables on him as to yeah, what he can be. I changed my mind and a little bit. Some might say that when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, you know, Hollywood Brown is even going to be a better option. He's going to have more room to operate. Yeah. So on the pretense of that, uh, I think I say your name is Val's the GOAT. It's really dependent on are you looking to have that Tyreek Hill type of production, which is what Jalen Waddle is giving us right now. Big blow-up games with nice production on the side. Or Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown, which Hollywood Brown or Rashad Bateman has already shown us that he's going to give us those big blow-up games, right? Those 102 yards, three catches, and a bomb and a touchdown mixed in with the Hollywood Brown. I don't think you have enough depth to make the trade. Once bye weeks comes, you're screwed. Well, that's I what, what I was going to say. Don't is. forget about bye weeks. You know, you always got to have a little bit of roster padding for injuries. Like, you never know. They can happen anytime. I, 
it's it's close. If if I if you have more wide receiver depth, I would do it. But he I says or Zeke in Hollywood, but if I'm the owner on the Waddle side, I don't think that's enough. Oh, Zeke and Hall, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't. And then he goes here. See, the thing is, I like when people say that. The thing is, having both always gives me a tough decision for flex. Like uh, this week, I gotta choose between Davis, Zeke, Herbert, and Bateman. Is that a super flex position? I'm thinking like, he's talking about Khalil Herbert. Oh, gotcha, 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 yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I understand that because it looks like his start when he says it, uh, his starting lineup over here. It's Najee, Saquon, Sutton, Marquise Brown. So you're only starting two wide receivers, two. He only has one flex. Oh, so it's either Bateman, Davis, Zeke. Yeah, I get that. And you always want to make your starting lineup as strong as possible. Look, I won't blame you for making the trade because I'll tell you what, in our leagues, that trade probably wouldn't even get accepted. Like, meaning it – What? Meaning, no, I'm saying like most of the Waddle rosterers in our leagues would not make that trade. I don't think because oh, so. we value him too much. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Our, our, our group kind of a couple people in our group are super high on him. So it's just people like to hold on to him. But so no one will blame me for making the trade. I just personally, I, I, like I said, my mind was changed on Hollywood Brown last week. I'm looking at Marquise's Brown uh, production here. I just want to see stat wise, not even for fantasy. I just kind of want to see. But yeah, he's. He's getting just as many, if not more, targets than Jalen Waddle. And I get it. People are making and a lot of look, fuss about the Miami something Dolphins. Something we haven't mentioned either. P- people, Kyler Murray is a way better quarterback than Tua. I'm sorry. It's true. He just has a really bad offensive line this year. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. And I have apparently lost my mouth. My mouth. <laughs> my mouth, mouth. Which is like what the third mouth? time this has happened today. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 17 targets, 11 targets, six targets. I think if that, if DeAndre Hopkins comes back in week six and we are still getting, I mean, Greg Dorch is getting 10 targets a game. Did you if say Hollywood whether Brown this is, is full PPR? I'm pretty is this sure full PPR? Because that, I mean. He also goes on to say if he can make it Zeke and Hollywood Brown, should he do it? Hmm. I mean, your running backs are pretty Najee. I don't like Najee. <laughs> I don't like Najee, especially in I mean, redraft. You're going to win your league anyway because you have Khalil Herbert. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, the, the, the lineup overall is, is good. It scares me having only Najee and Saquon. And I, don't I would like do Zeke Najee. and Brown if it was kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I love Zeke. He was my. Like, I had rostered him for so long during his heyday, but I might do that. Because then you get to keep Hollywood and – or, I mean, excuse me, uh, Rashad Bateman. If it, You know, so that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. It's a tough call. At the end of the day, it's about your needs, what you do. Hopefully, we gave you enough advice to kind of solidify your decision. If it's Zeke and Brown, yeah. go ahead. Probably do it. You're basically just—I don't know. Yeah, that's just. Look, that's I'll, I'll tell you what: all, the leagues that we play in with with our friends are very competitive, and most of the time, the person who gets the best player in the trade, it—that's what you're trying to do. So, if you believe that Waddle, if you think 
the Hollywood Brown game last week is a fluke and it's going to be a little bit more like, you know, maybe three fourths of that is his real ceiling. Then make the trade. If you don't believe in Hollywood Brown, um, cause no one's going to blame you for getting the best player in the deal. Wow. Jalen Waddle is wide receiver two on the year, but really because he had that big blow up game. Where's Brown at? I'm on Ron T. Brown. No, not him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said, best player uh, in the deal. Wide receiver 18. Best player I'm, in the deal. I'm I always I don't think trades. he finishes the year at wide receiver too. I think he finishes more so in like that wide receiver 10 to 12 range. Uh referring to Well, I'm Jaylen saying Waddle is the best player in the deal, yeah. Yeah. It's up to you, man. It's up to you. At the end of the day, if you want to hit home runs, this is a classic. This is what it's turning out to be as a fiddle with my mic here. Sorry about that. But this is what eventually – Oh, it's dead. It's dead. That's what's happening. Doing Not doing the trade is safe. Not doing the trade is safe. But if you want to hit home runs – The grand slam. And you want to dominate your league. And let's be honest. Looking at Mm -hmm. his lineup here, he can win some weeks. He can win some weeks with – Wait, where is it at? Well, actually, no, not with Russell Wilson as his quarterback. Oh, great. Let's oh. <laughs> see yeah, I'm sorry. I have him, too, in the league I care the most about. So, Yeah, I mean, th- hopefully there's some other I'm QBs on the deck. Happy I got Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> to be but honest. I don't like Russ. I don't like Najee. Saquon Sutton are great. You might need that home run hitter. This might be the, this might be the player you need to give you that home run I don't know how many weeks are we into the season four. So there's uh, let's do basic math here, Jacob. Seventeen games. Uh, that means there's thirteen games left. Yeah. If he, if Waddle can win you, let's say six weeks, that puts you at a good pace to make the playoffs. And hopefully, you've made some other moves to kind of position yourself to make a good playoff run. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, Russ and if Gabe Davis stays stuff. healthy, you're solid. Yeah, let's see what uh, let's see. Cody Armor had to say here with Hollywood. Should I sell him now or wait till week five? See, this is the conversation that we're having. Hollywood Brown seems. Wait, if you're gonna sell him at all, sell him now. But this is the highest his value is gonna be. Yeah, because if you sell him, if you if you wait till week five, the argument's gonna well. If you wait till week five, the argument's gonna be well, dude. DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. What do you mean? I don't even want him. He's not gonna have that much value. Exactly. Sell him now on the pretense while you can but i do think that once holly I, I i'm a strong believer in the sense that when deandre hopkins comes back i think marcus brown is going to sustain his fantasy value it just what is that value going to be like i said he's currently wide receiver 18 on the year can he still remain a top 20 wide receiver i think so I, yeah I, I, I do think so yeah. i mean kyla murray is throwing the ball 50 times a game i think he's leading the league right now in pass attempts because he's just continuing to play from behind and if that continues to be the yeah. trend, him then and him Hollywood or Joe Brown Flacco, should be fine. Yeah, right? Should be fine on volume alone. Uh, let's see. Thoughts, 12-team, full PPR, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Brown, Claypool, and Akers for Mixon, Goddard, Gabe Davis, and Devontae Parker. Okay, this is a big trade. It's a huge Gibson, trade. A.J. Brown, Claypool, and Akers. Okay. So basically, the, who are the mm. big pieces of this trade? Mixon on one side, AJ Brown on the other. That's kind of where we break it down at, right? Mixon, um, AJ. Oh wait, yeah. And then I would say Mixon and Gabe Davis, AJ Brown. Ah, man, this is tough. I, I it depends. 
Oof. Is it full PPR? I'll, I'd ask him. Yeah, that. he did say. Yeah. Oh, duh, 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 duh. Uh, I don't. I think Devonte Parker is a huge wash. He had that game last week that was pretty cool, pretty good to see. Glad he's fantasy relevant again. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen very often, especially when it looks like uh, Mac is about to miss some time. Uh, Gabriel Davis, you know, we've seen how he can be a decoy. Last week, kind of put up a dud. Goddard, we just talked about him earlier. Go ahead. Whenever you have a trade that involves a tight end and he's not Kelsey Kittle or Waller or maybe Andrews or definitely Andrews, go ahead. Make the trade. I mean, Goddard's been solid, though. Sure, but, like, if you're getting A.J. Brown and Gibson, Claypool, I would cut him. I don't care. Devontae Parker, I would cut him. I don't care. So this trade really comes down to Gibson, A.J. Brown, and Davis for Akers, Mixon, and Goddard. Or, I'm sorry, it really comes down to Gibson, A.J. Brown, and Akers for Mixon, Goddard, and Gabe Davis. That's what it really is because you got two guys that you can just interchangeably cut. So if we take those guys out of the equation, whew, that's tough. Uh, I like the I, I do like Akers' side a little bit more. I'll go ahead and say that. I like Akers, Oof. and I like A.J. Brown. What, man? Akers, he's been showing out the last two weeks. They're finally giving him that ball. I know at the heart, McVay is a guy who wants to lean on one running back so on volume alone, that's going to replace Mixon production. Mixon's also dealing with an injury. I guess you could say Akers is too. I like the AJ Brown side. Look, when we're having trouble deciding, because I've I've just been running this trade through my head for, while Gabe was talking the whole time. It's very. I was leaning the Akers. Uh, no, I was leaning the Mixon and Gabe Davis Ooh, side gross. for sure. You sucker. You I was sucker. leaning that side, but. If you get AJ Brown, so wide receiver one, and then if Akers and Gibson remain solid RB twos, or an RB one and a wide receiver two, uh, yeah, I'll go Gibson Akers side as well, but barely. Let's like to plug him in here from time so I can see him. Yeah, no, it, I think it's Akers all the way. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, I'd go Akers. I'd go Akers, A.J. Brown, and Gibson, especially with the way that Jalen Hurts is playing this year. I mean, you just don't get that kind of play, and you're sustaining an offense like that. And then you have Akers and Gibson to play your running back. Mm-hmm. I don't. Running backs are so iffy, so I'd rather have more okay They said backs. they're giving up the Gibson-Brown side deal. Ooh, then yeah, man. I think, I think Gibson and Akers are fine in terms of value. So you're telling them to Mixon. hold. I'm telling them to hold. Yeah. What are you thinking? No, I I slightly lean towards holding. All right. All right. Well, hopefully we can help you out there, Brandon. See, he's got some more comments here. Let's get to him. He's giving up, like you said, the A.J. Brown and Gibson side. Yeah, I think I like that side a lot more, man. He also goes on to say, appreciate the vice. Currently have Irv Smith, Big Irv, Cup, and Diggs as my other wide receivers. Dude, What? Keep AJ Brown. You're killing it, man. Who I what I want to know, what I think will make this for me is who are your other running backs? That's what I'd like to know. Because you're currently slaying at wide receiver. So if you have like another top-tier running back that you're not currently saying, because these guys are just kind of in the deal, I think that'll make it or break it for me. It's always good to kind of get more background on these on these uh yeah, know, the depth of the positions. Gabriel Wood. Hey, we shouldn't say name. Terry McCord <laughs> or Garrett Wilson this week? Dude, mm. dude, dude. I'm going Garrett Wilson. 
Uh, oh, you know what? No, Zach Wilson's coming back. Zach Wilson's coming yeah, back. I exactly. think that's a red flag for everyone involved. Even it's not if necessarily a bad thing, but we don't know yet. So start. I, I that's the reason why I would go McLaurin, dude. Even if Garrett Wilson came out and went for you know six for seventy in the touchdown, and Terry McLaurin went six for seventy and no touchdown, I'd still feel way better about starting Terry McLaurin this week because I think the odds are far more in his favor, especially after the good show. He was my fool's gold player last week, which okay. we're about to get to in a little bit. Just here. make sure you pay attention if if Flacco starts this Wilson. If not, go Terry McLaurin. Well, all signs. All signs point to Zach Wilson. But, yeah, if Joe Flacco plays, I think Garrett Wilson is a fine play over Terry McLaurin. However, Terry McLaurin is the play this week over Garrett Wilson if Zach Wilson plays. Too many Wilsons to mention there. Mm-hmm. Let's continue on. Uh, let's see. We already got through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you view, how do you view Hollywood, though? Do you think he's a solid wide receiver, too? Of course, man. I think he's a great wide receiver, too. I, and wide then, receiver. Yeah, Jacob, you're breaking up there. I hope it's not me. Bruh. The guy just offered me Waddle for Coughlin and Sutton. I don't know about that. What? Dude, what? What? Jacob, are you there? Do you hear this trade? Dude. Give me Waddle. Why is that even a trade? You better accept that now and let everybody fight about it right now. Take that trade and let everyone fight about it. Look, people are so excited over Coughlin, man. He's, He's been killing it. But capitalize on that. Get Waddle. 1,000% 1,000% take Waddle right now. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. I keep forgetting my mouse keeps dying. This is just such a bad day for mouses. Uh, let's bring in this one here. Appreciate the advice. Oh, that's right. We already talked about it. What's up, man? Nothing much. What's up, man? <laughs> like your name and your picture. What's up, tryhard Zay? Let us know what you're thinking about fantasy football matchups this week or just NFL matchups in general. Hall, Gibson, Akers, kind of rough. I could see why he'd make the trade for Mixon. I could see why. But I think with your wide receivers alone, my friend, in a full PPR league, your team will get you to the promised land. Stay true. Stay solid. I'm not looking for Mixon, especially with the injury right now. You just got to hope that you maybe catch a fantasy darling on the waiver wire in terms of running backs or another trade plans itself out. But I'm just not in the business. Mixon hasn't been great this year. He's been good. And Gibson and Akers are going to get better, if not good. Okay, so definitely hold strong there. Oh, and and Hall's on his way to blowing up. So Yeah, exactly, dude. Keep A.J. Brown. Keep those wide receivers intact. I wouldn't do the trade. Uh, Definitely went harder at wide receiver. Of course you did. Uh, But then I'm only going to have Waddle, Brown, Davis, and Bateman. I mean, it's a fine wide receiving core. Davis is going to have his blow. You have a team anchored by Hollywood Brown because he's going to be the consistency there. Waddle's going to be your that blow. wide receiver core, to be honest. No, I don't mind it either. Waddle, uh, Davis, and Bateman. That's who you're rolling the dice on every week, with Waddle being the most preferred option every week. But uh, between Davis and Bateman, each of them are going to be prone for blow off weeks. That's where your decision making is going to be if you can only start two wide receivers. And then those guys are going to be the ones you're going to decide. Yeah, I mean, look, this is all dependent on how you individually feel about certain players, right? Like, I I like Hollywood Brown more than Cortland Sutton. So that's why I'm okay with you doing that trade. You're muted, Gabe. 
He goes on to say, I'm high on Cort- – sorry, I keep snotting up my nose, man. I uh, I'm high on Cortland Sutton. I don't know about him and Waddle. <laughs> would be more insane, don't you think? Him and Waddle would be more insane. I mean, yeah, you could say that because Sutton has had pretty good, solid fantasy production, even though Russell Wilson has been subpar to say the least. But uh, it's whatever floats your boat, man. We've given you some pretty good advice. Maybe it's been crap advice. Nonetheless, we've helped you talk through it. So hopefully <laughs> that helps you in the long run. And that was make the, the biggest gap in between um, fool's gold and dark horses. Or dark horse uh, well, fool's hey, gold. we still got more common, uh, comments coming. Cody Armour says, and with Cooks. This is what we're here for. Let's do it. Do I sell him now or stay patient? He's clear-cut wide receiver one for Houston, but I just can't trust the Texans offense. Yeah, he's clear-cut wide receiver one, and he hasn't done much the last two weeks. You can sell him if you can. You know, clear-cut wide receiver one, 1,000-yard receiver year in and year out over the last five years. Mm. But uh, Nah, it's, it's, I would it's, hold. It's, You're, you'd be selling way. low. That's potential. Yeah, I would say what Jacob kind of just alluded to. You'd be selling low if you sold him now. If he starts to kind of get hot right before the trade deadline, that'd probably be your best time because right now he hasn't been doing what he's capable of and you want to hope to string a few of those games, capitalize on that production for yourself and also capitalize on the fantasy value for your impending trade partner. Uh, Let's see here. Thanks again for the advice guys. New subscriber here. Brandon, dude, you deserve a clap. Oh, and your picture says sports cards. Don't get our buddies, Joe. Oh, we got to get Joe in this chat here. Our other, our other members. Uh, Brandon, as always, cards. if we completely led you astray, just come back next week and try again. Eventually, we'll get it right. That's our motto here. Eventually, we're going to get it right, and we're going to look good mm-hmm. doing it. Isn't that right, Jacob? Yes, eventually. <laughs> uh, the Fantasy Sleepers. Oh, nice. What's your thought on that. Jared Goff or Gito Smith as a flyer in DFS this week? Oh, man, dude. I kind of like Jared Goff, even without Amon Rontane Brown. Uh, Gito Smith. Ugh. I don't know. DFS, though. DFS is a completely different ball game, dude. Ooh, Jacob, I know oh, you dabble in it a little bit. I know you they dabble in it a um, little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I basically I at least I like put Jarkoff. I at least put one lineup together every week in DFS. And so do I. What I normally do, I ooh, I'm gonna get my strategies away, but I never win, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> um no, that's because they're all hacked anyway that's all bots a system winning whatever but anyway uh, are you talking specifically about like DraftKings or something i didn't say any specific thing i'm just <laughs> saying, dude, i feel like, the same way i would like, like some how does future... this team get drafted it's the weird i want some future sponsors so i'm not saying which ones but anyways um i what i do is i go add my bargain players first so like i look at at the players at the bottom like oh my goodness why is this guy only six thousand or whatever and i plug them in and then i can add the big dogs later so if you start your lineup putting golf in who's not going to be too expensive then you'll be fine i would i would much rather start jared goff than geno smith though i think jared goff's going to carve up the seahawks that's interesting i mean i never win either so fantasies yeah. is, is, is sleepers if you're a pro at dfs maybe we'll have you on the podcast sometime because my yeah, strategy we need to do a dfs segment i think that'd be cool well, clearly we can't because both of our strategies suck, Jacob, because I never win either. And my strategy is – Well, it's because we're not cheaters. <laughs> if you have a $50,000 budget, what I usually do is I divvy that up, you know, so there's an average of about 5500 amongst the nine players that you're picking from. 
And then there's always some left over because you're always inevitably going to be mm-hmm. picking guys that are a lower value. And then I'll go and I'll take those guys out and plug in the guys with the higher value. Never seems to work for me. Fantasy is sleepers. Give us your take. But I think we both like Jared Goff this week. Uh, Seattle defense just isn't what it used to be. I think you guys helped. I sub because at least I have an offer right now for Sutton and Colin. Thank you so much for subbing. And guess that. what, man? If oh my dog's in a bark. If Waddle goes on to be wide receiver one of the year, you're gonna thank us. If Sutton does great, then do another trade. Come back and talk to us, and let's make sure we get it right. We appreciate you, man, so much. Uh, finally, we get to the question here. So I have Madison. Wait, Madison. Oh, I think he's talking about Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Jamal and Keenan, but can only start Ooh. to say Delvin and Swift don't play. Thanks. So we're saying on the pretense that Dalvin and Swift don't play. Swift is already not going to play. So mm-hmm. you're starting Jamal. Keenan Allen's looking to come back. But if, if neither of them play – if your team's half PPR or standard, you're starting Madison and Jamal Williams. If you're full PPR, I'd probably lead Alexander Madison and uh, Keenan Allen in that sense. Jacob? I'm going Madison and Jamal Williams no matter what, if if Cook and Swift are out. Because Keenan Allen's coming off his injury. Justin Herbert is injured as well. Their offensive line is falling apart. That I don't uh, – yeah. So – I would go, I think it's too many question marks. You know, for sure, Madison and Williams are getting 15 to 20 touches no matter what. No matter what. My regular starting lineup without injury is Brady, Dalvin Cook, Barkley, Evans, Jamar Chase, Goddard, Keenan Allen, and then his bench. Oh, he got Dobbs. Nice. I think Dobbs is going to be a pleasant (laughs) surprise for a lot of people in the next, in the coming weeks. Rank it one through ten. Oh man, he thinks we're professional rankers. Let's oh, do one. this. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's see. QB. Hey, were we kind of wrong about Brady so far? Maybe just a little, but he hasn't had his full repertoire available. Yeah, to that's him. not fair. I think yeah. once that team is healthy, we can really see Brady start to step up his play. Dalvin and Barkley are fine running backs, and you even supplant them with good handcuffs. Not for them. But for opposing players and Jamal Williams and Alexander Madison, I love it. I think Akers is going to come through and prevail in that backfield. Evans, uh, I'm assuming that's Mike Evans and Jamar Chase. That's a solid wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. Goddard is a great tight end. On your bench, you got Keenan Allen. Holy cow, man. Brendan Ayuk as well, along with Romeo Dobbs. One out of ten, giving you a solid. If everything turns out great for you and everyone stays healthy, I'm giving you a solid. Solid eight out of ten, Jacob. That's where I was gonna go too. Solid eight out of ten. You're making the playoffs, my friend. Don't be disappointed in that. Like a 10 out of 10 is like there's probably like that's very rare. (laughs) Very rare. Uh it's full PPR, by the way. Oh my goodness. Vals, I hope we helped you out. He said he said, but I honestly forgot that conversation. (laughs) No, it's the water one, but I don't think he oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think they accepted the trade yet. They're pondering it as far as Dude, I know. I think you do it. I think you do it, man. <laughs> just have some fun. If And if we're wrong, dude, just come back next week and don't unsubscribe. Uh, Fantasies is a sleepers. I'm no pro, but I did dissent last week. Just don't ask how I did in weeks one or two. Oh, I did. Oh, he did decent. 
hey, can you tell him a third grade teacher? Because I said dissent. I dissented last week. That's that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> oh, um, man. hey, well, that's good, man. Hey, we. I think Jacob plays in an absurd amount of leagues. I play in about six or eight myself. I won't disclose which or more. Uh, but in a handful of leagues, I'm two and one. But I think in about three or four, I'm I'm one and two right now. Thankfully, I'm not zero and three in any of them. Even in the league that I'm trying to take in, uh, I seem to be two and one. I don't know what's going on there, but I don't think my team's going to hold up rest of the year because that's not what I planned for. But uh, good man, keep it up, dude. I hope you do solid. More fantasy luck to you. Positive vibes your way. My team is full PPR two, by the way, dude. Your full, your team is solid, bro. Team is solid. Absolutely love it. And we got Hope. subs all around, baby. That's, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think that's three subscribers this episode. Dude, Thank we're you all so here much. for promotion, bro. Put your link in the chat. Maybe people want to come check you out too. Do it, man. We're all for it. 100%. Jacob, are we ready for uh, some Fool's Gold? Absolutely. Let's run before we get any more comments. Fool's Gold, Players of the Week, Week 4. I'll start us off. It's DJ Moore, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. He just has not been what you have wanted him to be this year. I even heard some friends conversing the other day talking about dropping, dropping DJ Moore. I just don't know if we're there yet. He has been prone time and time again to kind of quote-unquote disappear. And then he comes out and puts these strong showings together. He hasn't appeared at all so far this season. And I don't think he gets it done this week. With that being said, DJ Moore, Baker Mayfield combination. It's not my cup of tea. I don't want any part of it this week. I am staying away. Sleeper currently has him as a wide receiver. uh, Not wide receiver, 11. Currently projected for 11 points Mm -hmm. under that. Under that. Under 10 fantasy points. He just is not seeing the targets. His routes are nice. He's running a lot of routes, but the targets aren't there. So this offense runs through CMC and whoever flanky, crusty guy Baker Mayfield is able to find. They finally got a W next this last week, so hopefully something pans up. I don't know. But uh, with that being said, DJ Moore is my fool's gold player this week. Jacob, any thoughts? Um, I had who they were playing in the notes, and now they seem to be gone. Yeah, it's uh, – look, other than CMC, I'm not touching any – players in Carolina right now. I so yeah, that's a good call. I you know, he's the number one target there and he should, you know, if he was on another team or had a different quarterback, he would be much much better, but I agree with you. I I'd, I'd bench him this week. You probably have a better option. Yeah, most definitely. They play the Arizona Cardinals this week. A team you can put on points on. And hey, I hope I'm wrong. With full goal players, Jacob, we always hope we're wrong. We don't want to say people are going to be bad. Who yeah, are we don't we want to say? To fail. Who are we to say? We only got, you know, a couple of stats, some advice in our natural eye for talent because we well, are playing Arizona, by the seekers. way. Did you say that? Yeah, I did say that. Okay. Which is actually a good matchup. He just, you know, he's going to be on your bench when he goes off because right now you're just not starting him. And I don't think it happens this week either. So DJ Moore, fool's goal player for week four this week. Jacob, let's go ahead and get yours in before we get some more questions going. Absolutely. And now, look, I have to preface mine by saying this one can really come back to bite me because I'm going with Isaiah McKenzie of the Buffalo Bills. He had a really good game last week, but I think there's a few things that factored into that. Uh, You know, Gabe Davis was coming off his injury. 
And I, I think he was just like getting comfortable being back in the lineup. So it gave uh, McKenzie more way to ha- have a good game. And I think that's going to go right back to it. Look, Gabe Davis, he could sit this week. So if he does sit this week, then erase everything I just said. But it looks like he's resting today for practice, but that's just a precaution. Uh, nothing like his injury hasn't gotten worse. So I do think Gabe Davis is going to be slide right back in to being the secondary target for Josh Allen. But like I said, this could come back to bite me because the Baltimore Ravens have been getting in crazy shootouts. Uh, all crazy season, shootouts. Like. And if the Buffalo Bills are, if that's what's going to happen in this game, all wide receivers on the field are fair game to have a blow up game. But all I'm saying is, look, don't expect too much from Isaiah McKenzie based on the last weekend. Just don't assume that he's automatically going to jump Gabe Davis as the wide receiver too. Again, keeping on injury reports. If, if we find out, you know, somebody is sitting out from the Buffalo bills and McKenzie's playing, then that changes everything. But I just think we need to pump the brakes on Isaiah McKenzie a little bit. It's not a bad take, man. I'm, you know, I've been diving more into these and these things here. Gabe Davis Sure, he showed out in week one, and he showed out kind of in week three, but really only five and six targets. So Josh Allen's running the ball a lot. That's the first thing I think of. Then we look at Isaiah McKenzie, nine targets last week. So that's more than Gabe Davis has seen at any time in point this week, but he also had the touchdown. Um, It's a tough one. Like you said, you wanted to swallow the pill. This is where we (laughs) get interesting with our fool's gold players. It's all about perspective. And we're not telling you these guys are going to egg for the bomb of the, you know, egg for the bomb of the year. What am I even saying? We're not saying these players are going to bomb for the rest of the year. We're just saying simply temper your expectations. And that's what the motto always is for fool's gold players. Uh, let's go ahead. I can't use my mouse, so I'm using my laptop. Bet the cook owner wish he had Mattson right now. What's the latter trade value? High end, wide receiver, RB2, package, Maddie with another player for an RB, wide receiver, RB1. <laughs> Jacob, I mean, Gio, I love your comments. I Hopefully he got back to you, and I think he did. Hopefully you all got me, man. I didn't accept yet, but I'm about to. If he says no to Marquise and Coughlin, you guys are pro analysts. I'm not that high on Coughlin. Neither are we, especially with Zach Wilson coming back. People need to realize that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Ravens versus Bills. I hope it's a shootout, but I also think Lamar's in for his first real test of the season. And then how many running backs have big games versus the Ravens? Wait, wait, wait. Can I mention one? Can I mention one? Sure, go ahead. Ramondre Stevenson had a big game against the Ravens last week. That's my boy. You know Finally what? Finally got to see him do something great. Jacob, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. I know we usually do our Sunday night and Monday night matchups. We're running a little fast on time, and I know my man is in finals week this week. Yeah, that's yes. right. We're people that are pursuing and investing in ourselves. So we appreciate all the questions that we've got tonight. We really do. We may touch on those, but because you mentioned Ramondre Stevens, Jacobson, uh, Jacob, I just called you Ramondre Jacobson. Uh, I like that. Let's go ahead and get right into our gut. Listen to your gut start sits of the week. Jacob, are you ready? Let's do it. Let me – well, I'm not ready. I was really hoping you'd say, like, give me a second or something. So, oh, yeah. Let me ponder that for a moment. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Come on, dude. We're supposed to be telepathic at this point. All right. right timer here. on the clock. Are you ready, <laughs> sir? It yes. starts once I read the first question. 
Elijah Moore at Pittsburgh or Adam Thielen at New Orleans in London? Adam Thielen at New Orleans in London. Noah Brown, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys versus Washington or Greg Dortch, wide receiver for the Cardinals at Carolina? Greg Dortch. Ooh, nice. Ramondre Stevenson at Green Bay or Damian Harris at Green Bay? Ramondre Stevenson. I'm never making that mistake again. Yo, Jameis Winston at Minnesota. Carson Wentz at Dallas. Uh, Carson Wentz. And Tampa Bay versus Kansas City or New York Giants in Chicago. Oh, New York and Chicago. Wait, you taking the New York defense? Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I was trying to say. And 47. That was long. I think I just read too much. I think I just read too much. If I took out some of the reading, that would have been perfect time to take. Yeah, Congrats and my, some of my responses, some of my responses were too long. They're just supposed to be like the name. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Listen to your gut presented by uh, I don't know, us. Listen to your gut, folks. When it comes down to it, Vals, listen to your gut. Carson, presented listen to by... your gut, man. Listen to your gut. I like Adam Thielen this week. I think he finds the end zone. Uh, I like Greg Dortch this week. I think he's been commanding a lot of targets, although I do love Noah Brown. You know I'm a Noah Brown truther, uh, but I think he's got the tougher defense. Uh, I love Greg Dortch. I love Ramondre Stevenson this week. I would have gone with him as well. I actually like Javis Whitson against Minnesota. I just think that, that was that, the one I wasn't 100% Yeah, I mean, in, I, I like Carson Wentz. I like Carson Wentz, but I like Javis Whitson more this week, and, and I think much more of a potential blow-up game. Uh, with two very up-tempo offenses. And then I am with you. I think Tampa Bay is a defense that a lot of people are holding on to. They're holding tight with because they're a strong, tout de- stout defense. But uh, New York Giants against the Chicago Bears. How many pass attempts? i got to look that up now. How many pass attempts did uh, Justin Fields have last week? I was listening to some people the other day, and they said something like twelve attempts. It's just, it's just insane out there. So you, you, you got to start your New York Giants. Uh, before we get out of here today, give him forty seconds. Oh, give him forty seconds? No, twenty-five seconds is the rule. <laughs> although I might have to change that because you know I got to account for my stutter. It ended up being forty seconds. <laughs> it did. I forgot to say I also have Connor. So which oh. two of out of Connor, Madison, Jamal, Keenan? And that's now Probably we're gonna have to look up matchups. I mean, I said Madison and Jamal over Keenan for sure. And he's also um, speculating if they're out. I, I'd probably state if 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 they're yeah. all out, I'd probably go Madison Keenan. To be mm, honest with you. the Cardinals are playing the Panthers, though. That's yeah, I mean you can't go I wrong with any of these. Yeah, but he's asking for your gut. Listen right. to your I'm gut, a huge, Jacob. I'm a huge believer in Madison. Um, so I would look. Connor has an easy matchup. So let's. They're playing the Panthers. Okay, Madison's playing. They're going to London, right? They're playing New Orleans, who has a good defense. Um, who are the line? The Lions are playing the Seahawks. Ooh, ah, I might look. Jamal Williams is an RB one. With Swift on the field. I'm not benching him against Seattle. So I'm starting Jamal Williams for sure. Then I'm then I would go Connor or Madison. If Connor's fully healthy, I'll probably go Connor because the Saints are a tough defense and they're playing in London. You never know. Players like get weird about long flights and stuff. So yeah, I'll go Connor and Madison. But Gabe doesn't agree. 
I do not. So hopefully, do with it what you must. Try hard, Zay. When else fails, you can start Zay Jones. He's on waiver wires. He's been pretty consistent. Uh, but hopefully we did something just, enough there. Just start Zay Jones over all of them. <laughs> Screw it. Uh, thank you so much for your questions, man. We hope we were able to help you out. Along with all of you that stopped in today to say hello, give us your thoughts. Just have a conversation. Sometimes at the end of the day, we're not pros. We're just regular fantasy football players like you. But it's nice to talk to someone who has an unbiased opinion and also who isn't in your league. So it's always a good perspective to get a fresh take from us, which is why we appreciate all of you stopping out today. Before we go, please be sure to follow us here on YouTube if you see our faces or anywhere else you get your podcasts on streaming platforms such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at First Round Fantasy. We appreciate the love so much. Um, Jacob, do we have time for an encore? Because we have one more question that just came in. Why not? Why this is what this is why we're here to talk to you guys and discuss fantasy. Let's get it in. I'm one and two in a 12 team, two QB super flex PPR, three wide receivers, QBs are my kind of league right there. There we go. Lamar Lawrence and Goff. His running backs are C Mac, ETN, Akers, and McKissick. His wide receivers (laughs) are CD, Debo, Smith, Bateman, Moore. Improve my team. Improve your team. <laughs> Poof, your team's improved. <laughs> Maybe he's looking for potential trade partners. I don't really know. I like Lamar. I like Lawrence. Uh, I like Goff. Uh, ETN and McKissick are, are your weak point at RBs. Jacob seems to think ETN's going to go off this week. That's his dark horse. Mm. So maybe this is a good point to like how into the stratosphere. They just say, improve my team, like any way necessary, waiver wires, <laughs> trades. But hold on real quick. Try hard, Zay. I meant start Connor and Williams. That's what I meant to say. Not Madison against the Saints, if you're deciding between them. Uh, wide receivers, CD, Debo, Smith, Bateman, Elijah Moore. I think your wide receiver core is pretty solid. I don't think there's really anything to mess with there. Uh, Smith has had great games. Bateman's had great games. Elijah Moore, really low floor, probably going to be your bench fill-in at this point. Mm. Uh, but you've probably been winning. Just by looking at this team, you've won your weeks mainly with because Lamar. of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So you're keeping Lamar Jackson put. Uh, yeah. I mean, and you got a solid, a solid quarterback too, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to improve somewhere, it's probably your running back room. So if that's saying, "Hey, let me package ETN because he's young," and it looks like this is probably, I don't know if this is. Let's just assume it's not a dynasty. Then maybe you want to move someone like C Mac and maximize value, get like two lesser backs just to give you more depth. Because once bye weeks come, man. And you're missing C Mac, and you're starting. You're choosing between those three guys. It's going to be real tough. It's going to be real tough on you. But your QB yeah. and your wide receivers should help you get through most of your bye weeks. Um, but yeah, that's where you need to improve. Uh, so, if, if I were, if I had this team, and I really, if I wanted to make an improvement, oh, he says this is a dynasty, back. by the way, and he wants to get Mixon. Sorry, I thought I would fill that in there. It is a dynasty. That that changes everything. So. And then trade um, C-Mac. Uh, oh, yeah. Trade Christian McCaffrey if you can. But I, I have Christian McCaffrey in the Dynasty League, and people will not – like, I can't get anything of that, like, that I would accept for him. So I know it's really difficult. 
Look, I would be looking, oh, Dynasty. I would be looking to trade a wide receiver and a running back for a better running back. You have a lot, a lot of good wide receivers. If you if you don't, if you aren't absolutely in love with Devontae Smith and he's a player you're willing to move, I would look to move Devontae Smith coming off the hot game and either Akers or ETN for a huge upgrade at running back. That's what I would try to do. Gabe, you're muted. Jacob, that is a salty take. I don't know if I like that one bit. One bit, my friend. That's well, scary. what I'm saying, look, here, what you fantasy do. football and the value of players is like the stock market. It changes in an instant. Devontae Smith could have a three-point game next week, and all of a sudden you can't get anything for him. You have his highest value right now. So I'm saying, like, it's not crazy for someone to take – would you trade Smith and Akers or Etienne for Javante Williams? Like, is that crazy? Uh, I would no, do that. No, I guess we can say it like that. I would do that in a dynasty. Like, I don't even know if the Javante owner would take that, to be honest. So that's what I'm saying. See if you can get upgrade at running back and get a Javante Williams or a, you know, name your favorite young dynasty running back. See if you can get them for Smith and another running back. Or if you if you love Smith, look at trading Debo or or Bateman. Never trade low on players. Always trade high. Always trade high. Jacob, that's probably one of the best pieces of advice you can give. He says he's had C-Mac since his rookie year. Uh, sure, man. Let's cut those ties because eventually uh, – what's the, what's the fact that was interesting this year? We did our interesting facts episode, and my interesting fact this year was that last in the last five years no running back over the age or at the age of 27 or higher has finished as a top i think eight running back for fantasy um and it's just unfortunate man because those bodies get dwindled and they go hard and when they go they go quick and fast but jacob a lot of good advice there so i'm not going to respond brian mallory if you're subbing it's because you listen to jacob not because you got anything from me uh vincent Thanks for stopping in, man. Standard League. Who to start at the flex? I got London, Bateman, Higgins, Josh Jacobs, Pollard, and Madison. That is a lot wow. of options. Jacob, I feel like you'd say London for some hundred percent. Higgins, Higgins, no T Higgins. T Higgins. Is that T Higgins? Dang, dude, I'd start T Higgins. I mean, of course, I would go. I'm guessing. Pollard, it's... I don't even think. Has Pollard even had a touchdown this year yet? I think he's busted out some great runs, but no touchdowns. Um, man, I mean, if that's T. Higgins for sure, T. Higgins, or you can only start one. Looks like. Oh, it, he man. said that's standard tough... league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to bank um, on the. Uh, you got to bank on the touchdowns here, bud. I would so... still start T. Higgins over all of them, <laughs> um, yeah, and then I would go too. Madison if. Paul, if um, Cook sits. Yeah, Pollard's had one touchdown. That was a game where he had nine carries on the goal line. Yeah, dude, T. Higgins. T. Higgins all the way, man. Vincent, mm-hmm. I hope we were able to help you out, my dude. Uh, let's see. It's a dynasty. Do you guys think I should pair Keenan with Connor to try grabbing a better wide receiver? And if so, what wide receivers do you think I should trade for? So Keenan and Connor. Yes. I think for that value – 
Go ahead. Sorry. Yes, you should do that. What wide receivers you should go for depends on your league mates, like um, who they're willing to trade, how they value them. Every league is different. But Gabe, you had a wide receiver in mind? Yeah, I'd probably try to go somewhat. No, I don't because I wouldn't do it for Terry McLaurin. I wouldn't. Do... No. I'm trying to think of those like solid. See, like you'd have to go into wide receiver one range there, and it's like yeah. you're not doing your top tier guys. And the I'm thing is, doing... those people who have those players aren't going to do it. Like if you try to get Waddle for that or Hill, they're not going to do it. Not at all. Yeah. So here, I got a better idea. Let me pull this up really quick, and we'll see if we can get a good projection here. While we think about that, okay, uh, I want to go back to. Uh, Vincent, or no, hold on. Who was it? Brian Mallory. I would not do this trade in Dynasty. This is your league is a Dynasty league. I would rather have Devontae Smith alone than Joe Mixon in a Dynasty league. Look, Joe Mixon had Joe Mixon is amazing, and if you have him, you have a good chance of winning. Like if you if you really want to win this year, go for it. But like I really like Etn and Devontae Smith in Dynasty. What you could do back – see, now we're just hopping all over the place, Jacob. Come on, man. Let's stay in one place. Uh, let me see here. Where's where's he at? Let's pull this back You're talking up. about this, yeah. yeah I'm just kind of looking at it right now. You know, guys that have high upside for later on in the year, maybe you can look for a guy like Drake London, uh, a guy like – that's tough, dude. Drake London. Yeah, I don't like Amari Cooper. I'm just looking at rankings here now. Uh and my rankings are not like that. Who else is around that? What range is that? Is that like the, I mean, these are guys that you think that you're going to probably get like as a wide receiver one. These are the guys that you're going to target, right? Like this is who you're obviously looking to improve over Keenan Allen. So just on wide receiver rankings alone, let's see if they – let me see here. Uh, Allen, yeah, wide receiver 22. You're you're talking about guys. If you're looking for wide receiver one status type of guys, you're looking at Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, Tyree Kill, AJ Brown. Those are back half wide receiver ones. So that means you're then looking at wide receiver two guys like Marquise Brown, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton might be your guy if you're super excited about him. Yeah. And I know we had a guy earlier in the chat that was super excited about him. Uh, Cortland Sutton might be a guy, but even but then, I think you need you can, more to even out that trade. If you can get a wide receiver one for that. Do it. We just don't know. Like we know in our leagues, those our our league mates aren't trading a wide receiver one for that. Yeah, maybe a Christian Kirk as well, especially with the way that Trevor Lawrence is playing. But man, I like Keenan Allen. He's been hurt, yes. He's been injured, yes. But he's gonna be that guy that's gonna give you that top twelve, top fourteen production. I mean, he's been solid year in and year out. Go up and look at his fantasy production over the last six or seven years. He's been he's done nothing but not let you down for fantasy purposes. So if that's a redraft league, man, I'd say you hold on to him. Uh, let's see. Yes, it is T. Higgins. Dude, start him. Start him up. Starting wide receivers are AJ oh Brown and Waddle. You're killing oh, it, dude. Okay. Vince, why are you even talking to us, bro? Why are you even talking to us? Yeah. Go be a god somewhere else because that's how good your team is. Running backs are Eckler and J-Rob. Well, you got lucky with James Robinson. Yeah. I don't know when you got him in your draft. But by golly, is he saving your team right now? It's a running back three on the year. Uh, Brian Mallory says CD and Acres for Mixon. No. In Dynasty, no. Is that what he's still? This is the same guy still talking That's about the Dynasty, Dynasty League. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, even trade man. Lamb CD for Mixon. No, Christian Watson versus Tyler Lockett versus Jarvis Landry. 
if we're talking about like keep trade cut maybe or start sit sit, I'm starting Tyler Lockett. I'm cutting Jarvis Landry Jeez. and I'm cutting Christian Watson. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. Keep trade cut. I'm keeping Tyler Lockett. I'm trading. Yeah, you can't even trade those guys. I'm starting Tyler Lockett this week. He's been consistent all year long. Christian Watson cool. still trying to find his footing in the NFL, especially with Aaron Rodgers. This is like Jarvis Landry dumpster fire question, but Lockett. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Etn or Stevenson this oh, week in why PPR. You do this to me, man, let's go. Why you gotta do this to let's me? I'm going Stevenson. Let's go, Stevenson, baby, in the paint. I'll send trades for Waddle, Reek, and AJ Brown. If not, I'll keep them. Yeah, man, then you're keeping them. Because I don't deal. know who's doing that. If if someone does take that trade, please come back here next Wednesday. We're live every Wednesday at 7.30. Come back. Tell us how you did. I'm really interested. Or reach out to us on social media at our handles below. Uh, let's see. Hunt or Dylan in the flex? Bro, Hunt. I think he's just been good this year. Hunt's yeah, I'm a little worried about AJ Dylan, And he's questionable this week. And, yeah. No, I, I would go Hunt. It breaks my heart. But Hunt. Brian says, thanks. Great advice. Great show, dude. This is why we do it. This is why we do it, man. I can't bring it home enough. We are average fantasy football players just like you guys. It's nice to just bounce ideas off of other guys who love fantasy football who aren't in your home leagues, who aren't in the leagues that you play in. So the more we can help you and just give you a wall to kind of sound off on, let us do it for you, man. That's all we're here for. And, you know, Obviously, oh we want to get good at this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let me control the comments, all right? Honestly, I am just lucky because I picked J-Rob up from the waivers. Dude, waiver darling of my waiver darling of two years ago, right, Jacob? I am not a god. You guys were super <laughs> helpful tonight. Thank you for everything. Definitely coming by for yeah. more. Yeah. Fine, dude. You met your honest. lineup is godly. <laughs> no, I got to take it back now. Vincent, yeah. your lineup is not godly. All right? There. I, I, I took the claim from you. Okay, but thank you so much for stopping by. We definitely hope to see you again, man. We're always down to give you some advice or just lend our ears because we're, or I guess, lend us your keyboards and our eyes. Right? Hillard, huh? We need to start having viewers on the show, man. That'd be kind of fun. Gibson and Hilliard for Robinson. Ooh, that's a good one. Probably wouldn't do it. Probably wouldn't do it. And here's why Hillard's a handcuff. Gibson's been putting up okay numbers thus far this season. Robinson is the running back three on the year. I'm staying firm with Robinson. He's done nothing. Yeah, if to you're show me getting Robinson, then yes. But the yeah, Robinson side, Robinson. either way. Yeah, there you he go. He could be a league winner again. By the way, sorry, didn't even think to mention your name. King Braganon. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for stopping by tonight. And try hard, Zay. Staying with us all night long. He's got a lot of hate for this trade I did, which is understandable. I sent Jettas. Oh, got Justin Jeff. Jefferson for Jamar and Ayuk, right? Oh, I personally think that's a is? better player and has a better QB in a situation than Jefferson. Yeah, dude, I don't dislike that trade. I mean, when you're talking about dynasty, that's one, two right there. And plus, you got oh, Ayuk on top yeah. of that. That's no, a great good trade. trade. Good, good trade. trade, man. Yeah, good trade. Uh, let's see. Seems like Jamar gets the deep ball every game for a TD if it's caught. Well, that and he could take a slant 75 yards to the house. So he's capable of anything. He's a great wide receiver. And, you know, I really hope Justin Jefferson can turn it around this week because he's put up two duds in a row. That's just because teams are double coveraging him now. And that's what he's going to see. So the next few weeks, we're going to really kind of 
I don't want to say hold our breath because he is an exceptional athlete and an exceptional wide receiver, but we're going to really be watching with a close eye as these teams really start to target Justin Jefferson. Um, and, you know, these are going to be make it or break it weeks for him, mm-hmm. not necessarily like in dynasty or anything like that, but just in terms for fantasy, because people are going to start to get disappointed if Justin Jefferson strings together another four point six point week, you know, there's going to be a little bit of panic. Obviously we're not saying panic because we're telling you it's going to be okay, but he's going to have some growing pains. If these teams are throwing them out like that, uh, double coverage, like like that, you got lucky last week, Gabe freaking Russ, man. Ah, uh, I think he's referring From to our producer. Jake. Jake, I said it, bro. I'm trying to lose. Don't beat me. All right. You're, you're only lessening my chances no, of getting your number one me, overall pick. You mean is what you're saying. Yeah. Don't lose to me, please. You need to beat me next time, Jake. I think I will play you again. Uh, I'm a regular 10-man PPR. Oh, I'm in a regular 10-man yeah. PPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, great trade. Great trade. Uh, jokes, you know Broncos will win versus Raiders. You get at it. You know what, Sarge Drew? I liked you until now. Hey, With that, Gabe's a Raiders I'm fan angry. too. Don't forget I'm that. angry, and, and we're closing out the show. Let's talk Devontae then. Let's talk about having a good night. Jacob, again, follow us, First Round Fantasy on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I got some deals I have to make behind the scenes here, apparently for Devontae Smith. Jacob, do you have a hot hot take lined up for us tonight? I don't. Well, then I'm going to give it one to you right now. Are you ready? Wait, are you ready? Like you got the queue lined up and everything? I'm ready, yeah. All right, perfect. Oh, dude, I just can't. Hold on. Sorry. Brian, possible trade partners, SRBs, Fournette, J-Rob, Eckler, and wide receiver Higgins, Hill, and Evans. Possible trade partner has. Oh, we're talking oh. about those guys. Oh, that for, for the dynasty trade? Yeah, that's that's tough, man. You got to, yeah, tweet at us. Tw- tweet at You can tweet at either of us anytime and ask about trade questions. We'll be glad to answer. I mean, I like your running backs as is. And as much as I like J-Rob, he'd probably be the one I'd target. Not Eckler, not Fournette. uh, Probably J-Rob at this point. I think that team's really coming together, man. And then, oh, thank you. Gets right into my point. Where was I? Oh, that's right. You were about to cue me. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning out. I'm sorry. I got a dog that needs feeding. Jacob's got finals that he has to study for. We are getting out of here tonight. We appreciate you all so, 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 so much. You don't even know how much it means to us. Be sure to like and subscribe. And if we answered a question this week and you got it wrong, come back next week. Give us another try. We're all just here to, you know, be good, I guess. <laughs> Jacob, you ready for my hot take? I'm ready. Raiders aren't just winning this week. They're winning by three touchdowns. That's right. I'm calling it 28-7 Raiders. Good night, folks. <laughs>